Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about lead generation and automated marketing, how you can get results, sales, grow your business. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Ben Rusk. How are you? Good, and you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Sunny day. And for me, it's uh, it depends on your mindset. If you set up the right positive mindset, everything will be fine. So <laughs> it's my it's approach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we start, just tell more about your experience, background and why you decided to share with ask about lead generation so i've been you know working towards a network marketing uh passion for three decades and mm -hmm. you know i just finally broke away from corporate america to pursue that passion with all due haste and i've come across some pretty fantastic tools that made life much easier for me to market a business and I just wanted to share that information with your audience. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, for me, it's important to learn something new. So yeah, I'm excited to get it. Can you tell where to start to learn more about this tool? Um, so where I started was really using my, you know, three decades of IT experience to look for software that would help me with the things that I found most troubling with starting a business. And, and the very first thing is, you know, whenever you start any business and you start telling people about it, people start to run away from you. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're going to quickly find that you need new people to talk to. And, you know, while social media is great and it takes quite a long time to build up an audience and build a following and get people to understand what you're all about. Um, it's much easier to go out and find them through automated tools. I mean, Facebook and a lot of other social media platforms have been compiling a list of people for decades now. And, you know, what better place to go and find people you're looking for than the databases where all of this information has been collected? So mm -hmm. that's one of the tools that I have found is something that gives me the ability to actually browse those databases for people that are in my niche market. And so mm -hmm. that was that was the first tool that I came across. The second one I came across was I needed an easy way to walk people through a concept where I could make it a little fun for them. And we all know today that, you know, everything everything we do pretty much happens on these little devices here and people aren't sitting at a desk anymore, you know, reading the newspaper on a screen. They're, they're in the supermarket. They're at a doctor's appointment. You know, they're in the car waiting for a friend, you know, all the information they're gathering is coming across this device here. And so that's where we need to be putting our information. You know, most of your uh, audience will probably agree that, you know, it's maybe, once every couple of days we sit down to maybe look at email but if our if our phone makes a ding sound we are like two seconds and we're looking at okay what's the message and mm -hmm. i'm going to say 99 percent of the time we'll probably open it just to make sure that there's not you know three or four lines in there that we can't see so with almost 100 percent open rate you know text message marketing is where things are at today. Um, yeah. But it's not the only thing. I mean, you need to follow up on all platforms that people have. So that's email, ringless voicemail, 
text messaging, audio, email, video, email. I mean, there's, there's many ways to get your message in front of people. And the most important thing is to keep your message in front of them for an extended period of time so that you have an opportunity to connect with them and have a conversation. And that's all mm-hmm. we're looking for. We're just looking for a, a few minute conversation to say, hey, I don't know if this is for you, but what are your thoughts? And do you think I might be able to help? you? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get down to the bottom end. It's like, you know, people are either looking or they're not looking. And we just need to weed, weed folks out and, and get to the ones that are looking for whatever product or servers it is that we're, we're providing. So that's what I specialize in is getting, you know, those leads and those automated systems in place to allow people to market whatever business they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Uh, I found on your LinkedIn profile that uh, your mission, uh, even uh, uh, target audience, veterans, uh, fellow veterans. Can you tell more about that? Why you choose uh, uh, fellow veterans uh, as your target audience? So I'm a veteran myself. And I know how hard it is to transition out of relying on the government for your salary and your job and your clothing and your food. And when you get out, all of that stops. You're basically cut off from the supply of livelihood that you've had for many years. And so I want to make sure that they don't get sucked into the J-O-B trap when they get out of the military. I want them to give entrepreneurship a try first. I think it can be much more lucrative for people to go out and start a business on their own because they have complete control over their time and freedom um, rather than being trapped into a job that, you know, basically at this point in time is practically slave labor because inflation is going up faster than our salaries and you, you can't make ends meet. So you wind up working a second job anyway. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Uh, can you tell how to start from scratch? For example, if someone uh, has, uh, uh, I don't know, like experience in military, uh, in army, what they need to do to start from scratch if they have no idea where to start, what to do and where to go? Well, I mean, the best thing to do is to do some research, right? I mean, there's a million things that you could start, you could do. Um, but it's really a matter of, you know, the first question to ask yourself, do I want to do something in the real world, brick and mortar, or do I want to do something online that I can work from home? Uh, that opens the possibilities for how far your reach can be. I mean, brick and mortar can reach further than online, but typically you have to build up your, uh, your, your customer base before you can begin branching out with a brick and mortar. So if you start online, you know, it seems like a really scary proposition. But like I said, with the tools that I have available, um, it lessens the pain of starting it. It's really a matter of, you know, what do you have a passion for? A lot of people are out there with, you know, health and wellness, um, financial, you know, opportunities, um, you know, product opportunities. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can um put in place. Um, it's just a matter of something that you can be uh, passionate about, you know, talk openly and freely and, and have no reservations for it. you have to believe in yourself and your product in order to get somebody else to believe in it. 
Love it, love it. I think without passion, it's hard <laughs> to achieve any results because uh, most businesses fail. Uh, they give up in some time because it takes time to develop, innovate and create some uh, awesome business. Uh, okay, for example, if I know I'm passionate, uh, let's imagine uh, weight loss. I want to help people to lose weight. Uh, what I need to do first? Uh, if, for example, yeah, I know about my passion, uh, I'm going to work hard uh, to achieve some uh, results. How to create these goals and uh, how to be consistent with that? So let, let's take the, the topic of weight loss. Um, I, I have been a distributor for a weight loss company before. Um, the mm -hmm. very first thing I would tell anybody about that is you have to try the products yourself. You have to get the results that you believe you're trying to give to somebody else. Now, if you don't need to lose weight, you can still get that experience by helping somebody else lose weight. You buy the product, you offer it to them, you ask them to give you a testimonial for how the products work for you. And then once you have that story, then you can go out and begin marketing that product. That's, that's how you get the message to go, either personal or firsthand knowledge of somebody using that product. Mm -hmm. uh, marketing is huge. Yeah, we have uh, many different channels, uh, SEO, social media marketing, uh, I don't know, content marketing, webinars, uh, podcasts that we uh, are doing now. Can you tell how to choose the right channel? Well, you know, let's go back to the basics. I just had this conversation yesterday. Um, you know, back in the back in the 60s, you had three choices. You had newspaper. You had radio and you had television, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, there pretty much wasn't any other way to do it. Okay. Well, then let's fast forward to today. The newspapers have become blogs. The radio has become podcasts. Mm -hmm. And television yeah. has become video. So what I like to tell people is I have a personal goal to have 100 virtual sales agents working on my behalf. So I need a portion of them being a number of blog articles that I have written. I need a portion of them being interviews that I've done on podcasts. And I need a portion of them being videos that can be searched and found. But my goal is if I have 100 of these items out there, the potential for me to land a lead on any given day is incredibly more advanced than the person trying to just sit there and make phone calls because they have nothing else working for them but themselves. So try to establish 100 virtual sales agents, and there's many, many ways and ideas to get that in place. I mean, for instance, you could do 100 blog articles. You could do 100 podcast interviews or record, you know, 50 interviews and 50 personal messages, or you could put a hundred videos out on YouTube. You know, it doesn't matter. You just need to put them out there so that they can be found. And those are things that we call evergreen. Like it doesn't matter if they watch, listen, or hear today or six months from now. It's the mm -hmm. article and the topic that's going to catch their attention and drive that traffic back to you. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Love it. Uh, can you tell about creating a content strategy? For example, if uh, I'm going to write uh, blog articles, how to create this strategy uh, and where to find these ideas for my articles? 
So one of the ways I find ideas for articles is by doing Google alerts. So pick mm -hmm. a topic, weight loss, create mm -hmm. a Google alert. And once a day, you're going to get a list of about 10 topics that talk about weight loss. Rewrite that in your own words and share that with people. Okay. So that's, and you can do that on any topic. Um, you know, you just, you just have to do your research, you know, and then once you get a topic and a strategy, then what I would do is I would create, you know, a list of 30 related subtopics to that main topic. That gives mm -hmm. you 30 days of blogs that you can write. Now you don't have to post one every day. You can post one today and one in three days and one in five days, you know, pick the odd numbers and post it on an odd number day. And mm -hmm. then you keep things going. And then there will be a stretch of, you know, there'll be some gaps, but the articles will stretch out and span out over maybe 30, 60, or 90 days, depending on how frequently you post them. Mm -hmm. Love it. And, that, and uh, 90 days is perfectly fine for an amount of time to post articles. I mean, you think about it like dropping a net in the ocean. If it's a little hand net, you're going to catch little fish. If it's, you know, a two-person net, you catch bigger ones. If it's a net you got to drag behind a boat, you're going to catch a lot of fish, right? So that's what you're doing with your blog articles is you're casting a wider net. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, let's imagine I can write awesome articles, valuable articles uh, for people who want to lose weight. Uh, but how to achieve audience uh, because you know uh, even the great stuff uh, without promotion uh, it's hard you know to get this traffic from SEO social media can you tell uh, for example how to promote uh, those articles that I wrote for example for my blog well that's the importance of the uh, Google alerts right because mm -hmm. you're getting topics of the day then mm -hmm. jump over to Google Trends and find out which of those topics is ranking high on the search list Right. Mm -hmm. And so bake that topic into your headline mm -hmm. because people are searching for it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, what about call to action? For example, uh, it's content marketing if I write articles. But how can I sell with these articles where I need to submit this call to action? So each article should focus on one specific topic. You need to get the visual part in there. You need to get the uh, textual content in there, but everything should be uh, laser focused on one and only one call to action. Mm -hmm. never, never give people more than one place to land from the article. If you take them to two places, then they don't, they're going to get lost. Mm -hmm. a, a confused mind does not make a decision. So give them only one decision to make. Click mm -hmm. this button or do not click this button. But that's your <laughs> only option. Yeah, got it. Uh, can you tell how to measure the quality of uh, articles or any other uh, content? Because, you know, uh, we have no golden button that click and uh, it, it shares that you have the quality 100%, no, 90%. Can you tell how to do I know that this is quality and uh, related with uh, customer's journey? So I would say that you need to be aware of the platform you're posting the article mm -hmm. on and make sure that it gives you statistics. I want to know 
how many people have viewed the article. I want to know how many people have clicked the button. And then, you know, for that month, I want to know how many sales that I have made. Right. So now I, I, I you know, you need to know your numbers to run a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. And uh, how to get this data? I mean, like uh, how to collect data that uh, can help to create content? Um, uh, Or, for example, how, how we need to learn customers? How we need to what? Uh, learn customers uh, who will buy our products. Uh, our customers are going to let us know that they're interested by responding, right? You, mm -hmm. you need to have a way to um, capture their their detailed information. But my philosophy is you got to educate them first. So you either need to create them yourself or you need to get your company videos, but put them in chronological order, make them short clips and give them an education before you ask them for their name, email address and phone number. But mm -hmm. the important thing to remember is that if somebody fills out that form, that is a straight up request for more information. Mm -hmm. You need to call that person immediately. You're never going to get their attention like you are right now because they mm -hmm. right now said, I'm interested in this and I want more information. Love it. Love it. That's the yeah. best time to talk to them. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk more about personalization. For example, uh, if someone submitted the request and uh, actually I want to sell, how to personalize this message? Because you mentioned about SMS, uh, phone, uh, other channels, how to personalize? Because uh, if we just submit template, it doesn't work good. Uh, can you share your best practices about that? Again, I would say that even using all of those platforms, it's all about the education. Remember, mm -hmm. you're educating somebody on the benefits of whatever it is you're selling. I, mm -hmm. It's not about the features. It's about the benefits. Because if they need that benefit, then they're going to buy that product. If you tell mm -hmm. them and sell them on a feature, well, now they got to do a comparative analysis to see who else has that feature and can promise to deliver that benefit. But if I've got mm -hmm. the benefits sitting right in front of them and they need it, they don't have time to go looking for something else. I need that benefit right now. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, I have the question about uh, people who have no experience to create content. For example, I know even big companies uh, can reply to me, uh, I need to compete uh, with marketing because we have a lot of uh, competitors and I need to develop innovative products. I have no time to create this content. Uh, how to find a responsible copywriter or content creators who can create actually uh, high quality content? So, you know, we have a little we have a little saying in the industry. It's R-O-A-D. Mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> so go to somebody else's page and subscribe to their newsletter. Right. Because you want to rip it off and duplicate. So that's R-O-A-D. <laughs> yeah. So you know, subscribe to about 10 different competitors, get their emails, combine that knowledge and absorb it and regurgitate that experience in your own words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, is to learn competitors and combine all of them that they provide. So uh, to create your content. Well, you're, right? you're, you're analyzing 
what you're getting from other people and you're crafting your own experience. Mm -hmm. But you can get ideas by listening to other people's sales pitch. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. might find some you like and you might find some that you just, that's not me. I, I couldn't do it that way. Throw those away. Unsubscribe. Keep subscribing mm-hmm. to more that you like. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, I have the question. For example, if you started today from scratch without 30 years of experience, what would you do to learn more about lead generation? Um, you know, you got to remember that, you know, leads are expensive, right? So you either have to buy them, borrow them or generate them yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you generate it yourself, they're free. If you borrow them, then it's an exchange of effort. And if you buy them, then it's a financial burden. So you got to make sure that your your marketing dollars are covered by the information that you're sharing. So I have a lead generation tool. I can share that tool with you and you can buy it and use it. I'll I'll make an affiliate commission from that and that helps to pay for my marketing budget Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure that you you bake in that affiliate marketing into the tools and the products that you're using personally because if they're working for you somebody else is going to want to use it as well Mm -hmm. yeah interesting that covers your your expenses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, can you tell about the future Uh, let's forecast this future. Uh, what kind of future are you expecting in lead generation? Because many other things are coming, like metaverse. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Uh, where are companies need to pay attention today to adapt uh, for future possible features? So you know, there's so many of us out here trying to market a business. I have come to realize that you just need to set it aside, and you need to understand that I'm talking to somebody directly, and so is 20 other people. Here's the question. Would you rather do business with me where I can show you the way and make it affordable because I've done the work for the past five years. I've looked for tools. I've got the most affordable, the easiest to use, and the most effective. So do you want to work with me or do you want to work with one of those other 19 people? We're all selling you something. Everybody is. But who Mm -hmm. are you connecting with and who do you trust to get you there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you know that you're just one of many salespeople talking to an individual every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing uh, you can do about it because they're just salespeople are everywhere, either in person or virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell about unique selling proposition? For example, I have a product uh, and a lot of competitors, a thousand competitors, you know, who sell the same product how to find your unique selling proposition and highlight in your marketing message so you have to differentiate yourself from all those other people here's Mm -hmm. here's here's two hands reaching out trying to sell you the same product right Mm -hmm. i'm not selling you the product i'm selling you the marketing system that's going to help you sell that product and earn an income so my, my differentiating factor is I've got more to offer than just the product itself. And you have to, that is your unique selling proposition. What comes with doing business with Ben Rusk versus 
anybody else. You know, and it's it's mm-hmm. my lifelong experience. It's my technology background. It's my marketing background. It's my passion for the network marketing industry and business as a whole. It's like that's a very unique combination of skills that I've you know mastered and now can teach others as well. Nice, nice. Uh, can you tell about building your network? Because you mentioned about a network. Uh, can you tell, for example, if someone started from scratch, uh, how to build network uh, with uh, probably customers or stakeholders or anybody else? Um, I think I heard you say, how do you how do you uh, build a network uh, for uh, your network? How do you build, a ne- build a network? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One at a time. The bottom mm-hmm. line is, how do you build it? One at a time. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't put any restrictions on yourself. Just do your best every day. And remember, don't, don't sell it to somebody. Share it with somebody. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is right for you, but I think that you need to take a look because I think it's got great potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's going to be for that person or it's not. It's a yes or no answer. And you mm-hmm. don't need to try. Here's here's my best advice. Do not try to convince a no to become a yes. There's too many mm-hmm. more people out there to get to. Go for yes. Don't go for no. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I accept no and I move on. Mm-hmm. When yeah, someone says stop to a text message campaign, I don't stop the campaign. I delete you from my database. We did not connect. I don't need to waste any more money advertising to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they told me to stop and go away. You're deleted from my database. We're we're not a fit. I want to talk to people that are interested in me and want to get to know me. And they want to, you know, be blessed with the skills that I bring to the table and offer. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Uh, I have the question about what it's better not to do, what to avoid because it's obsolete, it doesn't work uh, from your experience. What, uh, where companies can waste their time to, uh, I don't know, to adapt marketing channels? Um, so, you know, everything's a trial and error, right? Mm-hmm. I would say try what you think might work but watch the numbers and have an expectation, set a goal. I'm going to try something for two weeks or 30 days. I'm going to evaluate it. So make a plan, review the plan, and then refine the plan. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't waste your time on things that are not producing results. But don't leave, don't leave anything out because you may be pleasantly surprised that you've got a skill in a certain platform that you didn't even know you had. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell more about creating this plan? How to create my plan, for example, uh, what I need to do, what to avoid? Um, again, it gets back to, you know, um, blog articles, podcasts, and videos, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, what are you what are you shy about? Like I used to be shy about getting on videos. Like today I don't have any problem. Right? I don't see it. <laughs> you know, it did not want to be recorded on video. And it was like, you know, you just gotta get over it. So it's like, well, don't start there if that's a pain point. Start with writing. 
do a, do blog posts. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, go on interviews with podcasts where your video isn't even on the screen and then work your way up mm -hmm. to video podcasts and, and you know, self-made videos that you make for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you just got to work up to it. So again, do what's comfortable because you'll, you'll actually do it. Don't do what's uncomfortable because you'll find excuses to avoid it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every day you have to produce an income producing activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's, that's making a phone call, talking to a person. Everything <laughs> yeah. else is, you know, after work activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I have the question that it's not related to our main topic. Uh, uh, I'm interested, curious about your opinion, what's going on in Ukraine, because, you know, I'm from Ukraine, uh, I, uh, you know, I have a business in Ukraine, uh, many friends, relatives, uh, according to your military experience, what's going on? Can you tell, uh, and uh, if you can, what kind of future can you see how this uh, work can be uh, finished or uh, stopped this way, I don't know. Your thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, look, I've been out of the military for many, many, many years. I, mm -hmm. I don't have any idea what's going on with the thinking powers to be today. Um, you know, it's all it's all posturing and positioning for what they want to be perceived as. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I really I just I don't think I have a right answer for you. you got it. Yeah. Um, you know. I wish that everybody can just kind of settle down and and just, you know, try to fix the real problems on the planet and, and not mm -hmm. create more. I mean, I think that's the best thing I can say at this moment. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And uh, can you tell about mental health? For example, if someone has this issue after the war about uh, any crisis, uh, your tips how to treat it and uh i don't know like uh, to avoid some mental stress that people can have i i can talk with authority on that subject um, mm -hmm. one of my one of my distributor networks that i that i am associated with is in the mental health industry um what we have found is that a lot of this starts in the gut the microbiome in the in the stomach um you know causes a lot of the stress and anxiety so if you can reset that microbiome and fill your stomach with good probiotics, um, you know, I'm not here to mention any company names or anything, but I'll just give you the concept that start with the gut uh, microbiome, you know, do mm -hmm. some research about, you know, what can actually work. Um, I, I'm telling you, I've been through it myself with the products that I provide and the clarity that you get from doing that reset is it's amazing. We talk about the, the brain fog, right? I mean, you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about, you know, where you just yeah. don't have the energy to, to do a task or to get through the day. Um, you know, resetting the microbiome clears that up and you, you find the energy and the, the thinking power that you thought you had lost. Love it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ben. You know, it's a big pleasure to learn from you. You shared a lot of valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more, learn more about you, follow you. Absolutely. Um, you know, you can reach me at benrusk.com. That's pretty simple. Ah. So just check it out. Um, <laughs> okay, guys.
Yeah, you can find this link to the website Ben Raska in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime. Yeah, uh, love it. And guys, thanks for listening and watching us.